Welcome to Signature Talks, a podcast for serious speakers like you who want to book more stages, increase your impact, and grow your business. I'm your host, Laika Ferry, and I launched this show so that I could demystify and decode the speaking industry for aspiring and seasoned speakers like you. And as you've probably noticed, there's a lot of gatekeeping in the speaking business. That's why I'll be featuring successful speakers and industry professionals who are at the top of their game. Today, we don't have a signature guest since this is our pilot episode. Instead, I'll be sharing a bit about me as your show host. So hey, I'm Laika. I'm a professional speaker, and my signature talk is on mastering curiosity by asking high-quality, life-changing questions. I love challenging people to think outside of their comfort zone. And if there's one thing about being a first-generation entrepreneur, it's taught me that questions directly influence the quality of results I create, whether it's in my personal or my professional life. So this podcast is meant to be a platform for your questions. I'll be the liaison between you and all of the tools, tips, techniques, and secrets from professionals across the speaking, thought leadership, and other impact-driven industries. With that said, I'd like to get a little personal. I'm a Filipino first-generation military and first-generation entrepreneur within a multi-ethnic family. My mother's side is from Cebu, Philippines, and my stepfather's side is from Ghana, Africa. So I was blessed to be raised with both Asian and African culture, cuisine, and mindsets. And if there's one thing I want to do in making my mark, it's being a positive representation for young women of color who are brightly outspoken, positively curious, and innovative change makers. I fell in love with the speaking business because I believe in the power of our voices. But before I was in the speaking industry, I had my professional start in the U.S. Army. In fact, I had three different jobs. I started off as a combat medic, and then I got into human resources, and from there I ended my career off as a public affairs officer. I did my six years and I got out, but during my time in the military, I started really exploring questions, ideas, and concepts that weren't very familiar, that were very new to me because I had such a conservative and sheltered upbringing. If there's one thing the army gifted me, it was the diversity of thoughts, beliefs, and ways of life that helped me expand my vision and open my mind and heart up to things that I normally wouldn't have been open to. Entrepreneurship was one of those things. I'm about to turn the tides a little bit because I want to share my pivot point into entrepreneurship. I remember going to one of my aunt's funerals in California, and I had met a lot of my dad's side of the family there during her life celebration. These were very successful people. I had uncles who were university professors, people who owned their own law practices, aunties and cousins that ran their own businesses, etc. And I remember talking to one of my uncles. I told him, I want to do something in the medical field because I feel like that's what's expected from me. I'm capable of it. It would make my family super happy and it's going to create that stability that they're really looking forward to me having. And I remember that uncle telling me, you know, money is important, but if you do what you love, the money will eventually follow. So give yourself permission and ask yourself, like, what do you really 
What do you really want to do if money was no object? This was such a challenging mindset for me because money is such a sensitive topic, especially for children of immigrants, because we are the result of generations of sacrifices made in order for us to have a better chance at an easier, happier, and more fulfilled life. And so it becomes challenging to step out of our comfort zone, especially if we feel like it doesn't meet the expectations or standards of our family. Well, joining the military was my first step in a direction that was completely unexpected for me. I was completely focused on academia. I wasn't really into sports. I wasn't very adventurous, blah, blah, blah. My childhood passion was writing, but English wasn't my first language. I pretty much completely lost my mother tongue when I was transplanted from the Philippines to the US. But I started writing very early in life. I loved creative fiction. I loved reading. I loved theater. So I basically had an interest in multiple creative outlets. And hobbies are important, but it's something that you have to do on the side. You know, like when you're not being a doctor in your day-to-day life, maybe do it on the weekends. And, you know, this is very practical advice to this day. You have to remember the context of this mindset. But I remember being in the military and really having that space and freedom to ask myself what I really wanted to do and giving myself permission to define my own success. One of my favorite quotes about success is by Maya Angelou. And she says that success is liking who you are, what you do, and how you do it. And I remember that I loved writing, I loved creative things, but I couldn't see myself being an author. Like I couldn't just write a book in a year and then figure out how to make that my living. So instead, I started looking at how to make money using my writing skills. I saw things like technical writing, freelance writing, and eventually I was particularly interested in SEO and marketing writing. I'm self-taught. I did certification programs to help me unlearn academic writing and learn how to write for marketing and businesses. And from there, I was able to work with agencies, corporations, entrepreneurs, and they were from all levels and stages of growth. And I really did fall in love. But at some point, I was called back to one of my high school passions, which was public speaking. And during one of my apprentices, I met a very lovely CEO. Her name was Sumeda Bari, and she runs a public speaking coaching company, initially just for kids K-12. through And she hired me on as an instructor, not an apprentice. Eventually, we started coaching women in corporate America, tech, and companies like Facebook. It was that bridging opportunity that helped me realize how much I loved empowering other people to share their voice. And I also gave myself permission to value my own. But the challenge I kept running into when I was starting was that a lot of information was gatekept. I remember going to a ton of networking events, conferences, expos, etc. And I'd go up to the speakers and I'd ask them, how did you get on this stage? And I would often get similar answers like, oh, you just had to be at the right place at the right time and know the right person. And I was like, wow, that seems really difficult, especially if you're someone with a great story or a great voice. 
but maybe you don't know how to advocate for yourself yet. Maybe you don't know how to get into the right rooms or how to connect with the right people at just the perfect time. Instead of asking myself, why is this so difficult? Why is no one doing anything about it? I asked myself, what can I do about it? I decided let's create a platform for this curiosity, for these questions, and use it for the good of a growing industry. In fact, I don't think you'd be listening to this show right now if you didn't believe in the power of your voice, your impact, and your influence. You're called to this. You're called to speak. And I resonate so deeply with that. Whoever you are, just know that this is a platform where you can learn and be comfortable asking questions, where you're encouraged to be curious, to challenge, to discover, and explore possibility and positive progress. I'm going to have successful speakers on this show talking about how they got started in the industry, how they crafted their signature talk, and how they landed the opportunities that accelerated their career. Because there's so much that goes into being a speaker, whether you're doing keynotes, you're a facilitator, you do workshops, you're a coach, the list goes on. At the end of the day, being able to speak in general, especially as a service-based business, is growing in importance because genuine connection is getting so much more important. The market is so saturated. You need to be able to speak to your audience and connect with them on a real level. Human connection is what we're really craving. So we're going to be talking to signature people in the industry using my POP interview method. P stands for the passion that got them started. O stands for the opportunities that they discovered or created that helped them grow their business. And P stands for the business plans and strategies that keep them booked and scaling their business so that you're able to fully live in your zone of genius and in your calling. There's so much to learn from everybody. And I'm here to provide those high quality questions and get you the answers you need so that you can continue to grow in your calling. We're going to keep you informed. We're going to keep your blade sharp and help you stay on top of your game and continue growing in the industry and being a thought leader. And that's really important, being able to prepare the next generation. And for me, I'm trying to create a more positively curious, innovative, and inclusive generation of speakers. But in order for me to do that, I have to embody it myself. And that's why I'm here. And that's why I'm hosting the Signature Talks podcast. So if you'd like to join me and end gatekeeping in the speaking industry, you can support by listening to the podcast and following us on Instagram at Signature underscore Talks. Thanks so much for listening. See you in the next episode.